a couple, maybe three weeks ago, I had an opportunity to preach uh, via Zoom uh, to a village in Pakistan. And so this is a picture of, now, uh, now I'll be honest with you, most of us, we wouldn't attend a church like this, crowded and looks like it's in a hallway and look how bundled they are together. Uh, Pakistan is the second most Muslim country in the whole world. And in this particular case, you can, that little green dot way up in the front, that's actually me on a screen preaching to the people. And uh, I have it on my phone. I read it the first service. I forgot my phone in the car, but I can tell you specifically what happened. Uh, 82 people in this little uh, hallway gave their heart to the Lord for the first time. Muslims getting saved and giving their life to Jesus. Isn't, isn't that cool? And so... Uh, 71 of them got healed in some way or another and gave a testimony. In fact, three of them, uh, specifically one, uh, one person, one lady, couldn't raise her arm. And so I had prayed uh, or I sent, gave a message where I would pray after each point for specific things. And she raised her arm uh, for healing, but she raised this arm for, for this arm to be healed. And by the end of the prayer, she was raising her arm for the very first time. Her lame member got healed in Jesus' name. Another person had a, uh, had a headache, uncontrollable, like ready to go just insane because their heads hurt so bad and they were relieved in, in the name of Jesus. And so God is doing some cool things. We bought Bibles for every single one of these folks and uh, we have enough money to buy Bibles for the next, I, I preach again to a different village uh, on June the 14th. Uh, but if you would like to help our uh, Pakistani Bibles, you can go to the kiosk or you can make a memo on a check, say, I'd like to buy some Bibles. Uh, and I think Bibles here were uh, $500 to buy Bibles for all those folks, but you, you, can, you can give. Uh, church does a lot of uh, really cool supernatural things uh, that I'll just talk about really quickly because, before I get into my message. And one of them is we picked up a missionary, Amanda, where are you? Is your grandma? Is, would you just, Amanda and Donna, just wave just violently. There, there you go. They, are, they have an orphanage in Nicaragua. Uh, but first of all, they haven't been able to visit for the last couple of years because of COVID, but they're doing wonderful things. If, I'm, if I could be a little bit wrong, but I want to say like 15,000 meals a month or so a day, 15,000 meals a day. They think about that for a second. And they're church planners, and they build orphanages, and they, and they do schools, all that kind of stuff. And so the church picked them up as a missionary. We gave them $2,000 and then $200 a month. So that's about $4,400 a year. And we want to continue that, but we also want to do add more to that as we can. And so if you'd like to, to bless their, their mission, just put either Donna or Amanda on it and, or Nicaragua, and we'll make sure all that money gets uh, given to them. Uh, and we do uh, 10,000 meals a month. That doesn't even sound good compared to your 15,000 meals a day, but we do 10,000 meals a month in Haiti. This church sponsors and, and supports 202 kids we feed every day uh, at an orphanage. Marcus and I have been to that orphanage in Haiti, uh, a great, great work, and then we do many other stuff. So uh, I only say that to say this, a lot of stuff going on. If you'd like to buy Bibles for Pakistan, if you'd like to support orphans in Nicaragua, or you'd like to do meals in, in Haiti, uh, a lot of stuff that you're able to tap into. So we ask that you just be prayerful, be mindful. Uh, we love it when people step out in faith. What, a, what, a, what an amazing thing. And so thank you, ladies, for doing what you're doing. Uh, thank you, church, for doing what you're doing. I have a really cool message today, a really cool 
uh, illustration that we're going to start with uh, in just a moment. But I want to pray, and then we're talking about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. This is Pentecost Sunday, and that kind of freaks some people out. Uh, we may have a mixed room here, okay, uh, mainly because of a lot of visitors and different things. I was born and raised a Roman Catholic. Uh, Janie, who's playing the keyboard, that's my wife. She was full-on, like full-on Pentecostal. And so you know when the two meet, something has to give. And we've, we've come to the realization that uh, we need to be bigger than denominations, that grace is for everybody, okay? It's for all people. And, and grace being the grace of God who, uh, by which we're saved through faith. And so it may be in some cases that we're a little bit, um, you know, we're, we're weirded out by when we talk about the Holy Spirit or we talk about the power of God, or it might be that we're like, hey, what's going on here? So we're going to talk today, and like we talked about this whole sermon series, the seven weeks we've been in it or so, that we're, we, we have some boundaries, but we also have a lot of grace and a lot of gray areas too, where people are uh, going to imagine, people are going to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and it may look a little bit different, but at the same time, it probably uh, will be more of a, just a peaceful, emotional thing, uh, and then there'll be, there'll some, be some things to talk about. And so we want to, we're going to close it up today, and then the next two weeks, I'm going to talk about mental wellness or mental health. Uh, in the world today, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of pressure, there's just a lot of disturbance, there's a lot of things, and so I'm going to take two weeks and just talk about that. May is Mental Health Month, I'm going to do it the first two Sundays of June, just to kind of, just, just to walk us through some stuff. It's important that we get together uh, because there's a lot of pressure, and again, that uh, John 16, but take heart. Jesus overcome the world. We, we're victorious in the end. Amen? And so I'm going to pray. I'm going to um, read our text. And then I'm going to bring my oldest grandson up uh, here in just a moment uh, and do an illustration with him. Brady's a cool cat. He's going to be 14 in, in about 15 days. And he's already way taller than I am. Uh, probably way smarter than I am. In fact, three of our grandsons, I'm, I'm sure will be taller than me, Brady, Jonah, and, and Cam. Uh, Judah, I'm not sure, but I think he's already smarter than me, so uh, they're all, they're all going to have an upper uh, leg on me at some point in time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness and for your grace, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit, and we thank you for just the way you love us and the things that you do for us and the peace that you show us. And Father, you're an awesome God. Thank you, Lord, for Nicaragua, and thank you for Haiti, and thank you, Lord, for just the different you know, missions. Um, Pakistan, thank you for those 82 people that gave their heart to the Lord in Pakistan, and 71 people that got healed in some way. <laughs> Lord, that's just, that's just too cool. And, we, and Lord, we just, we just want to submit ourselves to you right now, to be the person that you want us to be, and have all that you want us to have. So, Lord, let, let's pray right now that our hearts would be open. Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, Marcus, I think, is Marcus here? Marcus was here. Marcus, he don't have to be here. He's, there's Marcus right there. Marcus, uh, Marcus partners with Every Home for Christ. And this week, just listen to these numbers. They're mind-boggling. But this week, he mobilized 16,000 people to share spiritual conversations with people that will amount to just under a million people being reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now that, think, give it up for Marcus and, and EHC. That's just, I, it's can't, 
And it, it, it's, very, it's a very methodical on how, on how the approach is, but it's just we have different partnerships with different organizations that just do outstanding jobs, and we're, we're glad that Marcus is able to partner with EHC, and, and he's killing it out there. Haiti's killing it. Nicaragua's killing it. Pakistan, we're just, that's a new people group that we're trying to reach. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Grace Church, for giving uh, each and every week, and thank you for supporting, praying, blessing, whatever. Let's go to John 14. We're going to read 15 through 17, and we're going to 23. We're not leaving anything out. I'm just, I'm going to give you some nuts and bolts of what Jesus talked about. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will uh, give you another counselor to be with you forever. Let's stop there just for a second, because three things. Uh, Solomon says that a threefold cord is not easily broken. So there's three things here that Jesus says very quickly, and if you skip over it, you'll miss it on how powerful Jesus is allowing us to, to work in this realm. He says, uh, if, if you will, then I will, and then he will, being God. So if you will, then I will, Jesus, and then he will, God. And so if we submit ourselves to Christ, all right, and then he will recognize you as one of his, and then God will pour his blessings over you of maybe peace, of maturity, of a, a financial, whatever, whatever those things you have need of. So it's important for us to understand that we have a portion of this, and it starts with us. It's a, it's a freedom of choice. It's a freedom of will. Like, I desire this to take place. I desire, uh, Father, to be part of your will and part of your way. Let's go on now to 17. He is the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. Jesus answered, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. And the one who doesn't 